Blog Talk Radio. and Sportsbeat Radio, this is Sportsbeat, a provocative, insightful, informative, and educational show that we hope will educate the sports listener to the specific of sport. With interviews, analysis, and a comprehensive look at the topics we feel will be appealing to the listener, and with that said, we're not just your average call-in, same subject, same question over and over sports radio, but we like to think of ourselves as informative and educational radio. So why not sit back, and for the next 30 minutes or so, we hope you'll find the program informative, educational, and above all, enjoyable. And with that said and done, this is Sportsbeat, and we're coming at you live, and I'm your host, John Spoulos. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to this first Sunday of the month, March 5th, Sunday, 2023. Thanks so much for joining us on this segment of Sports Beat Radio Talk and Sports. And today, yet another segment of today, how all 32 NFL teams got their names. thought that would be an interesting show, and uh, we'll also do one on some of the other sports as well. You know, it's interesting in a sense because when you look at teams, uh, particularly in the minor leagues, they usually reflect the geographical location. You know, we have a team here... Uh, called the Lakewood Blue Claws, or now they've called themselves the Jersey Shore Blue Claws. And they are a uh, minor league team, a class double-A team of the Philadelphia Phillies. They had such players as Ryan Howard and uh, Clay Buckholtz was there. Uh, there has been a number of uh, players who uh, went on to uh, the pros. And usually the name, you know, Blue Claws, Jersey Shore, the beach, all of that, uh, even their numbers are characterized as kind of a crab-type logo. And so we wanted to talk about the situation today as far as how the 32 teams got their names. So we have a lot of ground to cover, so we wanted to get right to it. And so when we talk about team names and how they got their names. There's no spectator sport today to command such an enthusiastic following, really, as professional football. More and more sports and non-sports fans are drawn to it. And the spectacle has become America's game. And so players used to have jobs during the offseason. If you remember, Jimmy Brown used to deliver uh, Coca-Cola. And at one time, there was an unwritten rule by which black players weren't hired. In fact, even as the late 1960s, the Redskins were under threat of civil rights legal action by the Kennedy administration. And for 13 years of existence, the NFL was totally devoid of a championship game. So out of the 32 NFL teams, only half are still in their primary location or called their original name. And in that group, 11 clubs were outright expansion teams, and that leaves five franchises out of the 32 that are still in the city in which they began, and with the same nickname that has always brandished their identity. 
So the Washington Redskins, 1937 world champion Redskins, the franchise was based in Boston. George Preston Marshall and three others acquired the NFL franchise in 1932 and named it the Boston Braves. The following year, Marshall hired as head coach uh, Lone Star Dietz, a Native American as well as many other Native American players. And the Native American players disliked the name Braves, so Marshall abandoned the name in favor of the Boston Redskins. And in opening day in 33, the entire team lined up for a team photo in war paint, feathers, and some even in full headdress. So in 1958, Oil man Clint Murchison, he struck a deal to purchase the Redskins when Marshall changed several last-minute details in the contract, and Murchison balked and canceled. Murchison would later become the first owner, if you remember, of the Dallas Cowboys, and yes, his intention was to move the club to Dallas. So the uh, Braves field, first stadium, 40,000. George Preston Marshall was the first uh, owner, and Sammy Baugh was the retired Redskin. The Titans began their uh, quest in 1960 as a charter member of the AFL. The Oilers were their first AFL team to sign an active NFL player, and later the team would play their home games in the Houston Astrodome. They won the first two years, 60 and 61, of the AFL. In 98, owner Bud Adams wanted the nickname changed, so he set up an advisory committee to choose the new moniker. In Nashville, there's a full replica of the Parthenon and other Greek influences in the city was already known as Athens of the South. So Adams chose Oilers, or excuse me, Titans, I should say, as uh, the team. Now, he called them Oilers because Bud Adams was a very wealthy oil man who was a friend of Lamar Hunt who started the AFL. Established in 1960, Jefferson Stadium was their first uh, stadium. Jim Norton, Alvin Bethea, Earl Campbell, Mike Munchak, Bruce Matthews, and Warren Moon are all retirees. The Tampa Bay Bucks, located in Florida's western shore, there are several large cities other than the city of Tampa that make up the region. Tampa Bay is not an actual city, but it's simply a label commonly used for the region it represents as well as the Bay's actual title. So the Buccaneers got their nickname from private invasions of long ago. Florida's western coast was invaded almost annually during the 18th and 19th centuries by a Spanish captain named Jose Gaspar, commonly known as Gasparilla. So when Tampa was ordered, uh, the uh, franchise awarded 1976, the team held a team, name the team contest, which many teams do. Uh, and then from there, the advisory board selected Buccaneers, over 400 names. Tom McCloskey was the original owner, Red, Orange, and White, Tampa Stadium, and Leroy Selman and Mike Alsot are the two uh, that are uh, players who have gone uh, to uh, retirement, their numbers. St. Louis Rams, interesting team there. The 34 NFL season, there was a team named the Cincinnati Reds. They relocated in mid-season to St. Louis and renamed the Gunners. And after the season franchise folded, for the next two NFL seasons, the league operated with an uneven number of teams and began its quest for another city to level out the schedule. So during the same time, the Cleveland Rams became a member of the one of the NFL's first rival leagues, the American Football League, often referred to as AFL II, in 1935. So uh, the Rams did not play the 43 season because most of the players were involved in World War II. So in '46 they moved to L.A. and became the first 
Pacific Coast team. In 95, they relocated again to be called the St. Louis Rams. Uh, the team got its nickname from the Rams general manager, Damon Wetzel. His favorite football team was the Fordham University Rams. That's the team that Vince Lombardi played on, the seven blocks of granite that was centered by the great Alex Wojoho as a Hall of Famer, uh, who later went on with the Detroit Lions and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, while the Los Angeles, the Rams were the first NFL team to use helmet logos. As a matter of fact, Fred Gerke was the one. He was a running back who was an artist, and uh, the owner asked him, Homer Marshman, own, asked him to uh, paint horns on the leather helmet. Bob Waterfield, Deacon Jones, Merlin Olson, Jack Youngblood, Jackie Slater, Eric Dickerson, Isaac Bruce, and Marshall Falk all had their numbers retired. The Seahawks, in 72, a group of Seattle businessmen leaders uh, formed the Seattle Professional Football, Inc., in an attempt to secure an NFL team. And so the 76 season brought into the fold Steve Largent, who was considered one of the best players uh, at his position. Uh, the team name contest was offered with over 1,742 different nicknames. It missed 20,000 entries. Seahawks was suggested by 151 entrants and selected by general manager then, uh, John Thompson. Then you had the 49ers. The 49ers, this club is one of the few teams that have not changed their city name or their nickname. In 85, the club drafted what was considered the greatest wide receiver of all time, Jerry Rice, along with Ronnie Lott in Montana. Uh, the 64 team switched their colors from silver, red, and white to gold, red, and white. In 94, the uniforms began using black as an accent. So the storied franchises won five Super Bowls. Uh, they were called the 49ers mainly because of the West and that area who uh, a lot of people came to pan for gold. Uh, silver, red, and white is their colors. Keysar Stadium, the original stadium. Joe Perry, Hugh McElhinney, Bob McClare, Leo Nomaleni, John Brody, Charlie Kruger, Dwight Clark, Steve Young, Joe Montana, Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Rice, and Ronnie Lott are all uh, retired numbers. The Chargers, 1960 entrance, owned by Baron Hilton, uh, the very wealthy uh, Hilton hotel owner. Uh, they started in Los Angeles, wasn't on the field talent as the Chargers went 10-4 and in their first season. And the L.A. Coliseum was cavernous. Uh, for example, the final game in L.A. only did 1,150 uh, people. And they won a thrilling game, 50-43 to 43, over the Titans. Later, the club would play and lose 24-16 to 16 to the Oilers in the AFC Championship. The name, the team contest, was held the first year from the finalist and general manager Frank Reedy, whose Chargers and Hilton readily agreed. At the time, Hilton also owned a credit card company named Carte Blanche. So he wanted his brand to become more memorable and desired uh, to be called the Chargers. Uh, 1960, they came in as charter members, Baron Hilton, the owner uh, originally, and retired jerseys, Dan Fouts, and the great Lance Allworth. Of course, there's others. These are the ones that we were just mentioning. The uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, they were called, the Steelers. Rooney sold the Steelers for 160000 in the winter of 1940, and then bought half ownership of the Eagles in 19, uh, actually in uh, 1940 for 80000 and they would be called, uh, renamed the club the Ironmen before next season resumed. Rooney and Thompson switched franchises so Thompson could be closer to his home in New York, and Rooney wouldn't have to drive from his home in Pittsburgh across the state to Philadelphia. And so from that moment until the 1945 season, Pittsburgh was officially owned by the Philadelphia Football Club. 
The Steelers would be called the Steagles at one point. Both teams, the Eagles and the Steelers, joined because there wasn't enough players because of World War II. And in 44, the Steelers were once again the team nicknamed. The colors were taken from the city's emblem. Uh, the franchise has won six NFL titles. Established in 1933, Art Rooney, the original owner. Forbes Field, the great place where the Pirates defeated the uh, New York Yankees on Bill Mazeroski's, uh historic home run in the ninth inning. Seats 41,000. And Ernie Stotner was uh, one of the uh, original uh, Hall of Fame members. The Eagles began as the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets early in the 20s. Frankfurt was regarded as one of the better independent football teams and often competed regularly against the NFL teams. In 24, the club was granted an NFL franchise and became the Yellow Jackets. So the team captured the 26 NFL title, 14-1-1 record. Burt Bell named the club the Eagles after the Eagle logo on the National Recovery Administration's emblem. And the emblem was in honor of Franklin Roosevelt. New Deal's National Recovery Act. And then in 41, Bell and new owner, half-owner Art Rooney, as we said earlier, swapped franchises with the new owner of Pittsburgh, formerly the uh, Steelers, Axel, Alexis Thompson. For several months, the Eagles were officially the Ironmen until Thompson renamed his new team the Eagles before games were played. 1933, Burt Bell and Lud Ray were the original owners. Burt Bell, of course, one of the uh, commissioners. Al Wistert, Steve Van Buren, the great running back in that great 48 snow game against the Cardinals, Chuck Bednarik, Tom Brookshire, Pete Rutzloff, Reggie White, and Jerome Brown all had their numbers retired. The Oakland Raiders, Oakland businessman Chet Soda, he was ahead of the group that purchased the final uh, franchise, and the team was first dubbed the Seniors. In April of 60, via Nick and named the team, the contest was held in the local paper. What was odd about the nickname was that Soda was known for calling everyone he met Senior. So the public hated the name, and several weeks later the nickname was dropped and for the supposedly runner-up choice of the Raiders. And as we had said in previous shows, um, there were not rosy times for the Raiders in that first season. The team was forced to play its home games across the Bay in San Francisco. They averaged about 9,500 fans. And the situation was so rocky that in 61, the team was loaned 400000 from Bill's owner, Ralph Wilson, to stay afloat. And many people felt that that was not only keeping the Raiders afloat, but keeping the AFL afloat. 1960, Chet Soda, the uh, original owner, Kizar Stadium, where the 49ers played, and uh, retired jerseys at this point, none. The Jets... On December 15, 1962, the Titans lost 44-10 to at home to the Oilers, and the gate was announced at 8,100, but more realistically it was around 2,000. The AFL office had been covering player checks since November, and at the conclusion of that year, the AFL revoked Harry Wismer's franchise as the team went into bankruptcy. So Sonny Werblin would get the club in 1963, which covered uh, $1.3 million and his $250,000 in debt. Werblin changed the colors to green and white to honor his St. Patrick's Day birthday, moved the club to Shea Stadium, renamed them the Jets. 1960 was their uh, establishment. Harry Wismer was the first owner. Their original colors were blue and yellow. They played at the Polo Grounds. Don Maynard, Joe Namath, and Joe Klecko had their numbers uh, retired. Then you had the Giants. Believe it or not, Wellington Mara bought this team in 1925 for $500. And he stated that any team in the city of New York was worth that much. 
1926, the team was close to bankruptcy. Oddly enough, now they're worth almost $4 billion and was saved only by the Giants hosted the Bears before 70,000 who paid to see Red Grange. That's when they used to barnstorm a lot, the Bears, because Grange was the first great star running back, and they would play numerous places to not only uh, keep other teams afloat, but uh, to publicize better the National Football League. So Tim Mara originally named the team after the National League Baseball Giants, who were a longtime favorite in New York. At the time, baseball was the king of profession sports, so Tim Merrill wanted the same name recognition. Royal blue, red, and white, the polo grounds was theirs. Uh, place of playing, Ray Flattery, Mel Hine, the great center, Ken Strong, Tuffy Lehmans, Al Blosis, Charlie Connerly, Frank Gifford, Joe Morrison, Y.A. Tittle, Phil Sims, and Lawrence Taylor all had their numbers retired. The New Orleans Saints... In the fall of 1966, uh, Seller, Emanuel Seller, he was the chairman, uh, refused to let the bill out of the committee. The NFL commissioner, Pete Rozelle, was introduced to Louisiana House Majority Leader Hale Boggs, who was looking for some political enhancement over uh, since he voted for the Civil Rights Amendment in his team. So uh, Boggs offered to help push the bill through in exchange for an NFL expansion franchise, granted the Crescent City. So the league meeting on November 1st, it became official. That date just happened to be Catholic holiday, All Saints Day. And New Orleans has a large Catholic population and numerous centuries-old Catholic churches. So history was made, of course, in 1970 when uh, Tom Dempsey booted his 63-yard field goal to beat the uh, Lions, 19-17. to And so the name uh, Saints came from the Catholic holiday, All Saints. John Makem was the original owner, Tulane Stadium. And Jim Taylor, the great uh, Packer running back, Doug Atkins and Ricky uh, Jackson are retired. The Patriots, in February of 71, edition of the Gettysburg Times, it was announced that the club would be renamed the Bay State Patriots. However, the NFL owners rejected the name. A more regional team name was desired to attract fans between Boston and Providence and Rhode Island. So the Appalachian New York, uh, actually New England, I should say, was inserted instead of Boston, as noted in March 23, 1971. Now, over the years, the Patriots have been involved in numerous memorable moments, of course, Darrell Stingley, and then, of course, uh, because of their area uh, and uh, history, they were named the Patriots. Billy Sullivan was the original owner. Red, white, and blue, Nickerson Stadium. Basically a college field, I believe, of Boston University. That was where the first AFL game was played uh, between the Patriots and the Denver Broncos. Retired jerseys, Jim Hunt, Gino Capaletti, Bob D., Steve Nelson, Mike Haynes, John Hanna, Bruce Armstrong, and Andre Tippett. The Vikings. The team took on the name of the state for several reasons. For one, to represent the entire region. The second was because Minneapolis and St. Paul are adjoined sister cities, and the club couldn't be renamed or named for one without being named the other. That's kind of what the twins are. And the Minneapolis-St. Paul Vikings was simply too long of a title. So Minnesota is known as the hub of Scandinavian American culture, 
And Burt Rowe was the first general manager of the club, named the team the Vikings because so many people in the state of Minnesota or surrounded uh, area traced their heritage back to Scandinavia. It's interesting to note that Minnesota was part of the AFL in 1960. In the summer of 59, they bolted to the NFL, and thus the Oakland seniors, who became the Raiders, came in to even out the uh, eight-league eight-team uh, league in the AFL. Max Winter was the original owner. The Purple People Eaters, Purple and White, Fran Tarkenton, Jim Marshall, Mick Tinglehoff, Alan Page, Chris Carter, and Corey Stinger all retired jerseys. The Dolphins, uh, well, in the first game, the Dolphins' Joe Ayer run back the kickoff for a touchdown, similar to what happened with the Saints. And the team would lose 23-14 to to the Raiders. The franchise has captured two NFL championships, both uh, – in the team name contest was held with a total of 20,000 entries. A committee comprised of local media selected Mustangs, Moons, Sharks, Dolphins, Suns, Mariners, Missiles, Marauders, and the finalist was the Dolphins. It was selected and submitted by 622 entrants with the winner, Mrs. Robert Swanson. Established in 1966, Joe Robbie and Danny Thomas, the uh, actual producer and actor, uh, teal, orange, and white. This orange bowl was their longtime home. Larry Zonka, Bob Greasy, and Dan Marino retired jersey. The Kansas City Chiefs. Texans were an early success. They were called the Dallas Texans and would later capture the a- AFL championship in 62. Off the field was a totally different matter. At the time, Dallas was not the sprawling metropolis that it is today. Population of about a little over a, uh, half a million. And it could barely support one team. So in three years, the Cowboys lost two million, and the Texans, Hunt's team, lost two uh, and a half. So they would move to the Chiefs, uh, to uh, excuse me, the Kansas City, and the first team to be called the Kansas City Texans. And as a secondary thought, Hunt offered a name the team contest to drum up fan interest. 1,020 different names were submitted among 4,866 entries, and finally Hunt chose the Chiefs. Uh, Hunt was also uh, a soccer. Uh, the North American Soccer League owner as well. Uh, Lamar Hunt, of course, the founder of the American Football League. Red and white, they basically have the same uniforms that they've had since the beginning uh, with the uh, KC Arrowhead logo. They used to have the state of Texas on there with a star where Dallas was. They played at the old Cotton Bowl. Abner Haynes, Len Dawson, Bobby Bell, Buck Buchanan, Stone Johnson, Mac Lee Hill, Willie Lanier, Jan Stenerud, Derek Thomas, and Emmett Thomas are all retired jerseys. Jacksonville, they named uh, unveiled plans to expand two new areas. Eventually, Charlotte, North Carolina, was granted the first franchise, and the other would be between St. Louis, Jacksonville, Baltimore, and Memphis. So on November 30th of 1993, Jacksonville was announced the winner, and the name the team contest brought forth thousands of names, which would be called uh, the... Uh, Jaguars. The fan ran. Ray Potts was the contest winner. Wayne Weaver was the first owner. Teal, black, gold, and white are their colors. The Gator Bowl, and no retired jerseys as of yet. We have the Colts, and of course the great Johnny Unitas. Colts was one of the three AAFC teams which merged in the NFL. That happened in 1950. After going 1-11-0 with horrid crowds, then the Colts owner, Abraham Watner, sold the club to the NFL for 50000 The team was moved to Dallas and renamed the Texans for the 52 season. And during the year, the team was taken over by the NFL for financial reasons. And the next year, the team was back in Baltimore. 
So the team got its nickname from a name the team contest won by Charles Evans of Maryland. The nickname Colts was chosen because of the tradition and history of horse racing and breeding in the area. Harry Hessner was the uh, original owner, I should say Harvey, established in 1946. Burdine Stadium was their official stadium. Gino Marchetti, Buddy Young, Art Donovan, Raymond Barry, Johnny Unitas, Lenny Moore, and Jim Parker were retired jerseys. The Texans, well, the Texans, months of extensive focus groups brought forward five nicknames, Stallions, Bobcats, Texans, Wildcatters, and Apollos. And on September 6, 2000, before thousands of fans and live ESPN2 audience, owner Bob McNair unveiled the logo colors in the team Texans. Now, this was a team that uh, replaced the Houston Oilers, who became the Tennessee Titans. Established in 2002, Bob McNair, who is still the owner, Reliance Stadium, which they still play, and no uh, jerseys have been yet uh, to uh, retire. The Green Bay Packers named the Packers. The team played for two seasons with makeshift schedules against other teams from Wisconsin and Upper Michigan. And in 1921, Lambeau was able to gain admission into the NFL, which was currently called the APFA. That was the second year of the uh, NFL, which had just completed its maiden season. At the conclusion of its first year, the franchise was revoked and kicked out of the league for using college players under assumed names. And that was a direct violation. So Lambeau appealed to the league and then paid $250 to reinstate his team for the next season. So today, the Packers are the only nonprofit team uh, in professional sports. They're owned by the city. And uh, they got their name because they were a meatpacking company in the beginning. They were called the Acme Meatpacking Company, and the Packers kept their name. Curly Lambeau was the original owner, 1921. Hagemeister Park, which is still there, that's where they play their early games. Tony Canadeo, Don Hudson, the great receiver, Bart Starr, of course, Ray Nitschke, and Reggie White are the the Detroit Lions. Uh, The Lions would dominate in the 50s. Unfortunately, the fans, the club had only encountered two uh, winning seasons at the time, and so they would uh, move on to be called the Lions, uh, to go along with baseball's Tigers. Uh, it was like uh, George Hallis called the Bears Bears after seeing the Cubs logo. The city of Portsmouth, Ohio, was the original owner. Uh, first stadium was Universal Stadium. Earl Clark, Lem Barney, Bill Sims, Barry Sanders, Bobby Lane, Doak Walker, Joe Schmidt, Chuck Hughes, and Charlie Sanders, all part of that. The Denver Broncos, 1960. The name the team contest was held in 1960. Broncos were the most submitted partly because of the popularity of minor league baseball and because of, of course, horses and everything else that they have there. Bob Howsam was the first owner, established in 1960. Their original uniforms, a horrid brown and gold that was after uh, they bought the uniforms used from the defunct Copper Bowl that was played in Arizona. Most of the teams in the AFL didn't have a lot of money. Bear Stadium, which is was now Mile High Stadium, which was demolished for the new stadium. John Elway, Frank Trapuca, and Floyd Little. The Cowboys, well, the team uh, was basically the team crept up when the baseball Rangers changed major location affiliates and decided to uh, stay put on the planned relocation. So the Cowboys... Uh, got their name mainly because of Texas. Uh, they got their name because of cowboys and 
ranchers and everything there. Clint Murchison, Bedford Wayne, uh, 1960 established the Cotton Bowl where the Don Meredith played, and at this point no jerseys uh, have been retired as of yet. And then you have the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns uh, team of the 50s, due to their three NFL championships and eight division titles during this time, they would also lose the championship game four times. They were named after their coach, uh, Paul Brown, and uh, Mickey McBride was the first owner. Cleveland Municipal Stadium was their home. Otto Graham, Lou Groza, Jim Brown, Ernie Davis, Don Fleming were all retired numbers. The Bengals... Well, the Bengals, 65, legendary coach Paul Brown was ready to get back into pro football after being out of the game for three years. So Brown met uh, with Ohio Governor Jim Rhodes to discuss whether the state could entertain another pro team. Both men agreed they could. Cincinnati uh, City approved the construction of the 60,000 Riverfront Stadium in 1966. And in the following year, a group headed by Brown was awarded the AFL's second ever expansion franchise, for $10 million. Brown would become head coach as well as part owner, and he named Bengals to give the new team a connection uh, to the city. So we're going to be uh, talking next time about uh, some of the other teams and uh, that we're not going to have time for now. We'll have part two tomorrow. We'll also talk about uh, baseball's uh, new rules with the pitch clock and so forth. It should be kind of an interesting uh, situation to listen to there. So so we got cut off a little bit there. I'm sorry. So uh, when we look at it, uh, kind of an interesting scenario on how the teams uh, came to be, whether it was you know fan call-ins, uh, fan write-ins, uh, whatever it happened to be, uh, that was the situation. So tomorrow we'll be taking a look again at uh, some of the other teams. We'll be talking about the uh, baseball situation with the pitch clock and some of the other uh, situations that have gone on with baseball. Some feel that it's making the game faster. Others don't like it. Uh, there's never a happy medium. So with that, we wish all of you a fine day. Enjoy your weekend. All of you have a great day and great sports. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, everybody, for part two of how the teams in the NFL got their names. <laughs>